0: I'm Brian Nolan and I have the honor to serve as the president of East Tennessee State University. And it's my pleasure to continue our conversation as we celebrate veterans and military-affiliated families month and focus on the service that we provide to military-affiliated students in the ROTC program here at ETSU. So I wanna first start with a little bit about your background. Um, Tell us a little bit about your journey to ETSU.
1: Yes, sir. So I'm a, a senior ROTC graduate myself. I uh, graduated in 2004 uh, from um, the ROTC program. I branched field artillery, went to Fort Hill, Oklahoma, and immediately following graduation from school, uh, for artillery school, I went straight to Iraq. Uh, I've served a tour in Iraq, I've served a tour in Afghanistan, and I've had all the leadership roles that you would have as a combat arms uh, junior grade officer, company level officer, then as a field grade officer. I had an opportunity as a field grade, as a major, to be a assistant uh, professor of military science at Florida State University. So that gave me the itch and desire to one day be a professor of military science. If so, I had the opportunity to do so. Uh, This opportunity came up. Uh, I came out and visited the campus, and my family and I just fell in love with the campus, the beauty of the campus, uh, how welcoming people were. Um, And then the program, as you know, is one of the best, if not the best, in the state of Tennessee and within 7th Brigade.
0: Talk to us a little bit about the various competitions that the Army holds and how do we as a program fit with that, within that competitive sphere?
1: Absolutely, sir. So uh, our team wakes up every morning from 5 to 5.30. They train, uh, they work on uh, you know, skills, they, they work on knowledge, decision-making, land navigation, uh, all those things that prepare them mentally and physically to compete against the other 30 plus schools in the brigade. Uh, we're also involved in things around the community. Just yesterday, we participated in the Norwegian foot march, uh, which is an 8.6 mile ruck march uh, on the Tweetsie Trail. Uh, we had multiple cadets compete and finish in you know, times under three, three and a half hours. So uh, we continue to do things that are physically demanding, uh, but also mentally demanding. Um, so we also had a Spartan Deco race uh, in Knoxville earlier this year, and that is the regional competition. But we had two cadets qualify for the world championships, and so the world championships they're um, broken down by age category. Okay. And so we have two that qualified for the world championships in Dallas on 2 December uh, in the 18 to 24 year old age category, uh, and they are two of 12 in each age category. So it's a we do.
0: Historically, had the Mountain Man March in the spring. Yes,
1: sir. Okay. Uh, the Mountain Man March in the spring, uh, we typically will win that race uh, as an organization and we'll have you know 50 to 60 plus uh, organizations participate in that, right? Uh, and most of the RTC programs in the state of Tennessee will also participate. And last year we came in first place. and we expect to do so again this year.
0: So we've got the number one RTC program in the state. Yes, sure. We've got an RTC program that's preparing young men and women to go into careers of service talk to us a little bit about the history of our program. If my memory is correct, for a school of our size, we've produced more generals and flag officers than any other institution in the country. Am I remembering that right?
1: Absolutely, sir. So we have 17 flag officers, uh, general officers.
0: So in those 17 officers range from service in the army to service in?
1: In, in every service, sir. So we've had an opportunity, uh, you know, because of the things that they've learned here at ETSU, the things that they've learned from Johnson City, you know, they've grown and developed as leaders. And now they have at some point in their career uh, became senior officers in all branches of service. Uh, And they continue to come back and give back to the program as well as the university and community.
0: So give us a little bit of sense of the number of young men and women who are in the program this fall uh, and kind of where they're from and a little bit about their backgrounds.
1: Yes, sir. So we have, 151 cadets this year, the largest.
0: 151.
1: Yes, sir. And we are toward the end of our semester. So, you know, we've retained 151 cadets. Uh, we've had the great fortune um, to be able to continue to build our program each and every year. And I expect that, you know, next year we are at the 160 to 170 mark, which I think is very realistic. Um, but our cadets, you know come from all over the country
0: so i've had the chance to really experience some things with those who have come before you that are memories of a lifetime i've repelled off the side of the tower i've played in the rtc basketball tournament every year i've done drill those who've come before you've made me do push-ups but no one's ever gotten me to jump out of a plane i am afraid of height. so walk me through why i should jump out of a perfectly good airplane
1: yes sir so if you're not comfortable with jumping out of an airplane you know as a leader in your own right i would encourage you to do things that you know you're uncomfortable with right part of leaders and you know learning and developing is putting yourself in uncomfortable positions challenge yourself doing things that you normally wouldn't do and overcoming some of those fears that you may have or discomforts in your case and you'll realize that once you're out of the plane it's actually a great time you know, and you get to see a beautiful viewpoint of, of this beautiful state, right? Like I said before, Johnson City is such a, a beautiful place to be, but then you get to see it from, you know, altitude, which you know, you can't go wrong with.
0: You're going to have to work on a little bit more than that. <laughs> yes,
1: sir. we Will do. <laughs> I'll get you before I leave.
0: But, but those points of engagement, you know, one of the things that we have the opportunity to do as educators is to build relationships with individuals to help provide value, direction, and guidance, and then ultimately they embark on a path of their own. Um, as you're reaching out to individuals who are uncertain about their future, um, why should young men and women across this campus and across the region look to follow in your footsteps and pursue a career of service?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, so I truly believe that you know we live in the greatest country in the world. Uh, it's given so much to me. Uh, I think it's given so much to the people and its citizens, and I think it's our duty to serve our country in some capacity or another. Uh, so I would tell these folks, uh, these people that are questioning why they should do that, uh, you know, do something other above yourself, something um, beyond yourself, you know, to help others. And I think that that's one way to do it. Uh, you know, we 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 preach selfless service in the army, um, and and helping others in need, uh, and then. Having the opportunity and the ability to support and defend your nation when they call upon you, I think there is no greater, um, you know, greater opportunity that I could think of, right, to a country that's done so much for the people of this nation. So, uh, you know, that's what I would tell them.
0: One of the things that I love about our program and love about this university is the chance for family connections to come full circle. Uh, My father was drafted during Korea, served in the Army, Upon his exit, then went and served the nation in one of the intelligence services for the entirety of his career. And I've had the opportunity for individuals to come back and show pictures of my father in service that I was unaware existed.
1: You know, I've had the opportunity to meet uh, a lot of cadets, really get to know them, and just really um, getting an understanding of their second, third, fourth generation of cadets that, you know, their older brother, their parents, their grandparents who were not only graduates of ETSU, but many of them were, you know, ROTC cadets. So kind of seeing that lineage and seeing, you know, the different generations of personnel coming through the program, uh, you know, and just seeing them come back to the program and, and sharing their experiences and sharing, you know, their time here on campus, their time with the program. Uh, one of the things I f- got to do when I first got on ground was meet Mr. Nichols. Uh, so Mr. Nichols is the first black uh, or, or African-American commissioning of the ETSU Army RTC program. And I had the opportunity to not only spend the day with him, uh, but then, you know, got to strike up a relationship with him after he left. Uh, and just hearing his stories, the experiences he had uh, here at ETSU, he speaks fairly, very fondly of not only ETSU, uh, but particularly the ROTC program.
0: He was one of the first five African-American students to enroll at the institution in history. Yes, sir. Picture adorns the Plaza at Borchak.
1: Yes, sir. So I asked him, you know, how hard was that? You know, how hard was your experience here? You know, what was that challenge like, uh, you know, being a minority here um, through your experience? And he told me that uh, the folks here at the ROTC program at the university were very welcoming. You know, he had ups and down days, but, you know, they judged him on his ability, not the color of his skin. And he always appreciated that even after he left. Uh, so to have that conversation with him, uh, that definitely put me at ease, you know, gave me a sense of, you know, what this institution's about, what the community in Johnson City is about, not only back then, but how they currently stand today. Uh, so having those conversations with him and just getting him to come back to you know, pass along his knowledge, not only to myself, uh, but to the other uh, cadets in the program, has just been amazing.
0: Just an inspiring individual.
1: Absolutely, yeah, he's been amazing.
0: So I, I wanna go back to the question that asked around, why should students explore opportunities in the RTC or in service? Give us a sense of the benefits that are provided to students. So, you know, people understand the scholarship and the commitments, but there's more that we provide than just the base benefits that are afforded to students by the United States government. So, give us a sense of the ETSU benefits that are provided to students in the core, as well as uh, the full set of benefits and opportunities that are available to individuals if they become part of the RTC program here at the university.
1: Absolutely. So, we're we're one of the only schools in the state, and and I would say that you know we've led this charge, and other schools are following. Where you know, as they get scholarships, we're matching it. We're giving them that extra benefit, so if they get their tuition paid, ETSU is paying their room and board, right? So that they don't have to worry about, um, you know, paying for school, and they can focus on their academics, they can focus on developing their leadership, they can focus on, uh, you know, becoming future leaders within the United States Army. Uh, they also get challenged. You know, waking up, as we were talking earlier, at, at 5 and 30 in the morning is pretty hard challenge. For, for instance, this morning, uh, we want a five-mile ruck march. And I would argue that young adults these days, they want to be challenged. And I think that ROTC affords them that opportunity to get pushed uh, in a direction where, you know, they're uncomfortable at times. Um, But, you know, they get mentally tough, they get physically tough, you know. Uh, So the A program, I think, provides them that, uh, you know, helps them through problem solving skills, uh, leadership styles, uh, you know, and decision making.
0: So when I have the opportunity to talk to students and parents across the region, you know, everyone's moving through what do I want to be when I grow up, how do I afford the cost of college, and how do I ensure that when I graduate from college, I've got a fulfilling career. Mm -hmm. So for those students who pursue a career in the armed services, cost of college is covered. Yes, sir. You just said the cost of room and board is covered. Yes, sir. And when you graduate as a second lieutenant, give us a sense of what that base entry pay range entails.
1: Yes, sir. So if we're, if we're talking, you know, total compensation, because not only do you get a, a base payment, but you also get, you know, a cost of living allowance, depending on the region that you live in or the states you live in. Uh, so you basically get an extra, um, you know, money for housing. Okay. So the average second lieutenant coming out the door uh, is what you'll become when you graduate from college. We're looking at about seventy-five to eighty thousand um, dollars a year, you know, not to include some of the other uh, extra pay that you can get. Because I know a lot of our cadets are currently speaking for a language, which will also afford you uh, another stipend uh, each and every month. Uh, if you're on jump status and you jump out of planes, for instance, you know, there's some that more. Would ever want to do right. It. Nobody would ever want to do that. But there's so many other opportunities out there that you know most people would do for free or for fun but the Army will pay you for those additional skill sets. Um, and a lot of these things that are learned right here, like I talked about earlier, as far as you know, learning a new language, whether it's Arabic uh, you know, or Mandarin, things of that nature.
0: Well, I wanna thank you for being with us today. Thank you for your service to the country and thank you for the service to the university. The RTC program here is a point of pride. And as I look at accomplishments and as I look at the things that are on the horizon, I think your leadership symbolizes and personifies why we are in good hands thank you, sir. and that not only are we an ROTC school, we are the best ROTC program in the state of Tennessee and in the South. This was a lot of fun, a chance to learn more about you and a chance to learn more about our program. It's a pleasure, sir. Uh, thank you for your service and thanks to all of those who serve as we reflect and celebrate Veterans and Military Families Month here at East Tennessee State University. Godspeed and go Bucks.